Let's start with a quote of the day. This was said by Khalil Gibran. When you work, you are a flute through whose heart the whispering of the hours turns to music. To love life through labor is to be intimate with life's inmost secret. All work is empty, save when there is love. For work is love made visible. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Alchemy of Art podcast. Um, You know, I usually start off by saying the purpose of the podcast, but I'm going to be changing the purpose of the podcast and I want to fill you in on all that has happened. So here we are, we're doing episode 65. I'm calling it a transformative reboot. Um, And I'm calling it that because um, it has been a year and a half since I recorded an episode for you. Um, So much has happened since that time. So I want to fill you in on all that and um, and talk about uh, how I'm going to be, you know, coming back to the podcast, doing it on a regular basis again, and why. So I'm I'm you know excited to be back here with you. When I when I ended the podcast um, before, you know, I didn't say to myself, "Oh, I'm I'm ending it." You know, we're done. Um, but I just plain got busy. <laughs> And um, so the reason I got busy was because uh, I had my art studio and where I teach art classes in Indianapolis in a rented studio space. And I'd been searching for several years and I found my dream home. And my dream home has a studio in the back of it where um, it's technically zoned like business slash residential, which is hard to find, and I can have my gallery open, um, and I can have classes in this space. So I bought a house and studio that has a beautiful garden in between, and the studio itself needed a lot of... (laughs) work. Um, When I moved in... uh, it, the the area of the kitchen had holes in the floor. If you stepped on the floor there, it would sag, you know, it was not firm. So we knew that there was like major problems going on um, that needed to be structurally reworked. So bought the house, uh, had a contractor totally rip up the floor and half of the studio and they found that the beams there were totally old and rotten and had to be taken out and in fact um, three major support beams that were holding up the house had to be taken out and there was a few days where I was like biting my nails and going oh my gosh is if we get a high wind is the whole thing gonna fall in because it just wasn't being held up by anything and all that was needless to say quite stressful and and then they they fixed it all they put in a bathroom for us and um and got the plumbing up to speed got the ac and all that fun stuff up to speed and then i opened up this studio space and started teaching classes out of it um (laughs) and you know it's worthy to mention that you mean like a lot of artists have this dream of having a dream 
studio, <laughs> dream of having a dream studio. They, you know, they want to have that ideal space and it doesn't have to be just artists. You know, you could be, um, you know, a chef and you dream of having the ideal kitchen, right? Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's great to dream about having that perfect ideal spot and what you would want from it. And this for me has, you know, so many of those things. Like I just, it, it, the studio is right next to the house and the garden. So when I have classes here, we can step out into the garden and we can paint in the garden. And, um, and one of my ideals was I wanted to be like Monet's Giverny. So Monet was an impressionist artist. I'm sure most of you have heard of him. He was French and he built, um, a garden next to his house that's lovely and it has a big um a pond with lily pads <clears throat> which he famously painted a bunch of and i wanted for the garden to be a place where i would paint and have all of that uh you know it's it's funny that you don't have to have i don't have to have my ideal dream studio in order to paint I don't have you know we don't want to get too caught up in the trappings of of those objects but it has been nice to have the space it's been lovely it's still work um I just um we're still working on the plumbing that's the sewage line that's exiting the building and that's going to cost a bunch of money so it, it does take time to transform things right just as, you know, if you're a painter and you want to create a good painting, it takes time. You have to sit down and do it. If you want to transform a space, you have to take the time and the effort to go step one, step two, step three, step four, and work your way through it. But to start off, you've got to have that vision. You know, what is it that you want? Um, whew, so uh, that's just just the studio part of all that's gone in, on in my life in the past year and a half. <clears throat> I can say that about our podcast here, the Alchemy of Art podcast, when I ended it, you know, I yes, I got busy, but I also, I didn't have too much more to say at the time. I felt like I've said everything I want to say on this platform. Yeah, there's tons of other artists that I could interview, but I just, you know, it's just starting to feel stale. I did, I wasn't pumped. I wasn't excited to share new ideas on it or any of those things. And I think that happens a lot with different forms of artwork, different media, if you will. Um, so for example, when I was in college, I painted a ton, right? Painted, painted, painted. Eight hours a day I'd paint. And um, shortly after college, I just kind of, you know, ran out of steam. Like I just didn't there was too much more I wanted to say at that time. And so that coupled with, I didn't have a good space to work in. I just, it, my, my painting petered out and I didn't paint barely at all for about 10 years. And then when I picked it back up, there was just tons that I wanted to say with it. Right. So sometimes, you know, we can have, um, we can, we can have a medium and we use it because it it's it it works for saying what we need to say at that time, and then we shelf it, we put it aside, and then we bring it back out when there's more that we need to say. And so that's the way I'm, I'm viewing our podcast here. You know, I I sat down, and I said, you know, maybe we should re come back to the podcast, and and I started making lists of all the things that I wanted 
to talk about. And the list was long. And I, and I realized, you know what? When I started the podcast, it was just about art stories that were folk tales because I'd written a book that was called um, The Alchemy of Art Stories for the Classroom. So I, I use this podcast to share those stories. So if you go back to the beginning of the podcast, you can hear all of those uh, stories that were in that book. And then I thought, oh, I could I could interview artists. So I started interviewing artists and talking about visual art. And now I'd really like to expand what we talk about on the podcast. And for that reason, I've rewritten our purpose. So our purpose for the podcast is changing. And I'm going to read it for you now and, and then explain it a little bit more. All right. So the Alchemy of Art podcast, the purpose of it is to explore creative ways to transform our lives. Alchemy is the ancient study of changing materials from one thing into another. And we all do this every day. Whether you are a painter, a sculptor, a baker, or a gardener, every choice you make is transforming our world. On this podcast, we explore ways we can change both our physical and spiritual selves for the better. On this podcast, we hunt for the wise balance between accepting what is and taking empowered action, empowered transformative action. When this podcast first started, it was to just share stories about artists that morphed into artist interviews. And now we have expanded our topics of discussion to include ways everyone, not just visual artists, can harness their creative energy. Okay, so here's what I'm envisioning. There's so many ways in which we can take the lessons of one thing and then use them to apply to many other things. So for example, if, um, if I'm painting and then I have to wait for the paint to dry before I uh, do my next layer of paint, you know, this, I can take that lesson of I need to be patient and just wait because if, I, if I'm not patient, if I just dive in, then I'm just going to um, mess up that first layer and I'm, I'm going to um, ruin what I've already worked on. I need to be patient, wait till the time is right. Right. So that lesson, I need to be patient, wait till the time is right, I got from painting, but I can apply it to almost anything else in my life. Right. Um, another example, you know, if I go outside and I, I'm gardening and then I see that there's a problem with a bug that's on a plant. Well, you know, in most cases in my garden, because it's just flower garden, you know, it's not like I'm, I have a big crop of corn that I need to be able to sell. I will just let the other bugs come in and eat those bugs that are eating on my plant. And nature will balance things out for me. And I don't need to interfere. So the lesson I learned from this gardening technique of just letting things find their own balance is step back, let things balance themselves out. We don't always have to take action, right? So 
I want to talk about ways in which we can transform many different things. I want to talk about how with cooking, you take food, you chop it up, you mush it, transform it, suddenly you have something new. My list is long. I also want to talk about mm, the spiritual side of transformation. Sometimes it's clear how the physical and the spiritual are combining, but I want to address that. And so I'm, I'm opening up the umbrella for our podcast um, and widening it. And, and I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that you get a lot out of it in the coming months. So I had a dream recently. Um, this, this is another thing I want to do on the podcast is just tie in other things in my life because really it's all related, you know, um, because everything in our life is connected to everything else. You know, we transform one thing, it transforms another. And I want to connect the dots here. My dreams reflect how I really feel about things subconscious. We can talk more about Carl Jung on another episode and how he talked about that a lot and then applied what he learned from his dreams to his artwork. So I want to do things like that here. I want to bring in all elements so we can see the whole picture, not just this teeny little slice. When I have a dream, a nighttime dream, I will you know, wake up and I'll write it down, and then I'll think about, oh, are there lessons to be learned from it? Are there things that I can apply to my life from it? Um, and I will sometimes recreate those dreams in my artwork and I think about the symbols and how they might be archetypes and so on and so forth. So I had this dream recently and I think that it applies to what I'm talking about here today. This big transformation stuff, this reboot stuff. I dreamed that I was meeting a couple of friends, including old friends from college, to discuss a business deal. We met at a house. The bedroom was where the dining room should be. And they asked, my friends asked, how to handle the rooms? What what should they do about the rooms in the house? And I noticed that all of the rooms were very small. So I suggested that they take out a few walls so that they'd have one big dining room table in a section. I opened the curtains and looked down and below was a lake with very clear water. I could see an old tree in the water and the clearness of the water excited me. I thought it was so beautiful. I ran down to the lake and I jumped in it. I thought I hadn't seen water that clear since I was a kid. And I asked the owner, how she found the house and she said well it wasn't hard because they were out in the country and that i could come back to the house and swim in the water anytime i wanted so what's behind this dream i mean this dream is about transformation it's about renovating a house in the dream my friends wanted to to make the space better 
to have it work better. And I suggested knocking down walls, knocking down barriers. Um, So consider for yourself, you know, are there ways in which you have created barriers? Maybe it's in your day-to-day life, your relationships. Maybe it's with your artwork. Are there there things you could knock down the walls, so to speak, and widen the space? Here in my studio, we have quite literally knocked down several walls. I helped knock one series of walls down. There was tons of dust. It was a big, huge mess. It was kind of fun, but now that we've done that, we've patched every all the the ceiling and everything all back up. We've put in new floors. It's um, wider. It's more open, and we can use the space better. I think it's interesting at the end of the dream, there's this clear lake. Everything is pure, as if I'm going back to childhood. It's clean and clear. And the person said, I could come back anytime I wanted. Are there ways in which you can go back to that simple, clear side of yourself in an instant? You know, I think about, you know, if I if I simplify my mind, if I simplify the way I'm looking at things and make them less complicated, I can go back to that childhood feeling of innocence and excitement at jumping in the water and vitality. Vitality. So, mm, going back to what Khalil Gibran said, He said, when you work, you are a flute through whose heart the whispering of the hours turns to music. To love life through labor is to be intimate with life's inmost secret. All work is empty save when there is love, for work is love made visible. How can you make the work that you are doing an expression of the love that you have either for the people in your life that you love, love for yourself, love for nature around us. You know, when I'm out in my garden and I'm working to help those plants to grow and, um, and cultivate them, that is love for the natural world. It is love made visible. Hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm going to end with my announcements. <laughs> um, you know, the more technical things, what's going on that's available to you um, that I've created. Um, usually I say those at the top, but you know, we're just backward today. We're backward because we're rebooting and everything's all, the wires are going, <laughs> so um Here we are. Here's our announcements. First off, if you'd like to receive inspiring artwork and updates on the juicy new painting projects that I'm doing, you want to visit my website that is studioalchemy.art and sign up for my newsletter. I just created a new free mini lecture that's called Seven Secrets to Finding Your Creative Voice. So if you want to find your creative voice and you want to hear that free mini lecture 
go to my website, studioalchemy.art and sign up for the art newsletter. It will be sent straight to you and you can listen to it through your email. Since we can't currently have in-person classes at my studio in Indianapolis because of COVID-19, which by the way, so, you know, COVID hit, uh, and we were, I was in the middle of teaching, you know, one class I had more signed up, um, down the line and we had to just cancel all of those, which was sad for me because I love working in person with people, you know, because when they come and they sit and they, they're creating their work and I'm working with them as they're creating it, it, um, it's just, it's a powerful experience to really, and I, to, for them to learn from me and I learn from them. So it's, I love having my art community here with me and I, I miss everyone. I really do. But I've created some new online classes such as creative art journaling. I made this one specifically for this time of a coronavirus. Um, so it's for those of you who want to dive deep into art and writing in order to help you find balance in times of transition. Okay, which so, you know, if you're listening to this several years in the future, and thank God COVID-19 is totally a thing of the past, you could still, you could still take that class and, um, and, and it'll help you figure out how you want to go in your next steps in life. So that's the creative art journaling class. And there's others available that you can link through my website, studioalchemy.art. And I'm working on new ones. So that's exciting too. You know, it's, I, I, yeah, back to the in-person classes. It's sad to me that I can't have them right now, but you know, sometimes you just have to be flexible and sometimes, you know, being flexible means that other good things happen that you weren't expecting. Yeah. So in, in, in teaching these online classes has been fun. And, um, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm at least, I'm still connecting to people and, um, and helping my fellow artists, uh, use artwork as a means of transformation. So, all right, this ends our alchemy of art podcast. May these thoughts and stories comfort and heal your spirit. May you be filled with inspiration. May you be like the lotus flower and build your home in the muddy water. May you find your voice.